0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: Hey, this is Ginny. And this is Natalie. We're the girls from Her Society. Your one-stop portal for girls who love girls. And this is one of our podcasts. Really? <laughs> is it? I don't know. Okay, well, let's press play, and we'll see what it is.
0: This is Inaya Day. This is Tracy Dinwiddie. <laughs> Down the toilet.
1: <gasps> Jenny and Natalie. Well, Rachel, um, I'm not going to waste any time to ask you this, but who are those two hot bitches on the cover of Cherry Magazine? <laughs>
0: Her society. To
1: so Jenny and Natalie. Speaking of turning down, um, there are some Photoshop rumours going on about the cover, and um, in particular, in reference to a certain body part of mine. Did you last uh, Photoshop my boobs to be smaller?
0: Her society.
1: This is Her Society with Ginny and the lady with a new name. We'll get an update on Pavati Marv's extra syllables shortly. Tonight I'm going to give you a lowdown on my very first residential retreat. Was it full of massages, relaxation and glee? Well, no, not exactly, but I'll inform you of what it was full of later. Plus, have you ever been one of those people who attract the same kind of person into your life? Let's dig deep today and find out why. This is your once-up radio show for girls who love girls, coming to you live on Joy 94.9 and all over the world via joy.org.au. Let's kick off with a bit of Sam and the Womp with Boom Boom. This is coming to you live on Joy 94.9 and all over the world via joy.org.au.
0: Pavati... Hello, gorgeous. How are you? Oh, good. So good to have you back. It's great to be here.
1: Now, I was going to say, I was saying before that you've got yourself a new name.
0: Some extra syllables. Oh, well, yeah. A new second
1: name. New second name. Mm. Well, because before you were Pavati Ma, which my inner child was so thrilled about because I could rap P to the Ma. Mm. Your new name. I'm going to have to kind of work on my rapping. Yeah. See, I am beyond
0: rap. <laughs> <laughs> You're beyond the, uh,
1: the the rhythm and blues now, aren't you? <laughs>
0: You're your so swag you know, now. I can't, I can't do that dance. <laughs> you know I can't. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're, you're, you're beyond. You're, you're now swag, essentially.
0: Yes. Yeah, yes. So your new beautiful name? Uh, it's my, it's a second name. It's Pavati Sundari now, which Sundari. is um, kind of a gift from the guru from my guru at the Navaratri retreat, which you're about to speak about, yeah. <laughs> beloved. In, Navaratri. in hopefully some glowing terms, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But it came after a very long process. We call it process, as as you know, in our school when you're going through crap.
1: Yes. Which um, <laughs> is essentially what the technical term is. Yes. When you're going through crap. That's <laughs> right. Webster made that up. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, at the end of a very long going through some crap um, – uh, and these things present themselves, as we've spoken about before. Yeah. So the name just kind of presented itself to Shakti Durga. And um, so it's Pavati Sundari, which, yeah. Wow. See, that
1: makes my inner child excited as well when you just said that. Because, so my dream of possibly getting Rafiki in there is, ah, is not yeah. dead. No, it's not dead. So it could be Sar- Sarasvati Rafiki Ma Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> you might even lose the Ma yourself well, we'll see. I'm quite happy with it at the moment, but yeah. we'll see, you know, if, if Guru wants to Rafiki me up or yeah. any other name. <laughs> you go, Bridgie. I'm there. <laughs> so Navarachi retreat was, yes. was my first residential one. I did a non-residential one, which you took, which yes. where we could meditate and go home. So you yep. had your creature comforts. Yep. You know, you had your beds, yep. your coffee, yep. You know, your, your um, teas, yep. your chocolate, yep. your meat, if you yep. are... A meat that, eater. A meat eater. A
0: carnival. A carnival.
1: <laughs> so Navaratri was held in a place called uh, Canyon Lee, which Ooh. is in between Sydney and Canberra, I believe. Yeah, beautiful southern highlands of New South Wales. I've never been to the beautiful southern highlands. They're so it was,
0: gorgeous, aren't they? They're stunning. It was lots of green. I'm like, mm.
1: all green. Oh, more green. Yeah, and more green. And animals. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> city girl coming out of me. Another city girl coming out of me was that, you know, as a Melbourneian, we love our coffee. We do. And we have, I have to say, we're coffee snobs. We are. The technical term is actually coffee wankers. And I am absolutely all for that. Because yeah, look, um,
0: I'm in. You're in. Well, exactly. I'm and a CW. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're making t-shirts now for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, anyway, when um, I was at Navaratri, which is the ten nights of the goddess, yep. Um So lots of feminine energy happening. Officially, it's the nine
0: nights of the goddess, yeah, Did and I then the tenth the t- day t- is the tenth day is this massive celebration of good. Um, Reigning supreme over darkness or light over darkness, so it's a massive celebration that you have,
1: and there. it's great ten yeah, it days. So, yeah. but we just crammed it into six, we
0: did, which was you know, which is great for a first
1: retreat. Hey, <laughs> dive right in there, Ginny. That's right, you we do. got well, you. I'll thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. So, when we got there, like i because with my training, the way I've grown up, I haven't grown up vegetarian. I um, do eat meat, not mm-hmm. as much as I used to, but yeah. I do, and um, I love my coffee. The coffee in the area that we had, I didn't have the true Melbourne coffee, which I was not very happy with. And, you know, and also when you're out in regional areas of Australia, there's hardly any internet, not much reception. Mm. So, you know, when you're processing. The first day when I went there, I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, I can meditate at 9 o'clock to 12.30 and do it all day. This is great. I'm invincible. Second day, it started making me a little bit tired. I was getting texts from my friends going, oh, you must be so relaxed in your zen. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, as the processes started happening, because literally what you do all days, because there's no distractions that you have in your day-to-day life, you've got to sit with your thoughts. You have That's no right. other choice but to. Yeah. And that was fun. Yeah. Because, you know,
0: it's pretty hard, isn't it?
1: It is. And the other thing I found really challenging was that you sit with your thoughts. And generally at home, even if you are processing something, you've got your lifelines. You can call your friends. You can go to a friend's place. I can do that. Mm. I had no reception. My friends were back in Melbourne. Yeah. But you really had to, had
0: no other choice but to really deal with it yourself. Absolutely. And it it was about direction, wasn't it, this retreat?
1: Absolutely. It was about direction. And I thought to myself that, okay, clearly I'm going through this process, whatever I'm clearing for a reason. Yeah. And going through it, you know, I wasn't very like, uh, I'm grateful for it now. At the time, I wasn't so much. No. but it was great because I, I now realise too that if I'm processing now in my day-to-day life, when I do talk to a friend, it's more of a vent and it's a quick fix. It's like a band-aid. They make you feel better because they agree with you. That's
0: and- exa- I was going to say that, you, you know, your friends will always say yes, you know? you're right. Yeah, absolutely. It's very few friends will sit you down and say, look, you Dude. know what, darling? That's a whole bunch of just not reality <laughs> that came out of your mouth.
1: Yeah, not many friends do say that and mm. I find that too. That Which we-
0: is why we have some of them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> why we're still friends. <laughs> but um I think that's that's just really interesting and I found too that when you do have that experience where you are feeling going through a huge process and you vent to them, oh yeah it's dealt with which is not, you're just clogging it down with more unnecessary crap. Yeah. And it just all comes out at Navaratri. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Right. Well, see, the vent is the first part of a, of of resolving something in your life. Yeah, the next part, once that charge is out through venting, yeah. that once the charge has been released, is then to sit and resolve the actual issue that's underlying, yeah, what created the vent to start with. And so retreats, yeah, we we often think they've been misnamed. Um, and that they should be called intensives or, you know, torture. (laughs) But they're they're called a retreat because you're retreating exactly from what you're talking about. You take a retreat from your everyday life.
1: Exactly. Mm. And, like, some of my friends are like, oh, did you go on a silent retreat? Did you talk? Because that would be funny. You know what? This retreat didn't have any silence. If it did, yo, now that you're a radio host, I think you'd understand as well that it would be quite difficult not to talk.
0: Well, yeah, my my friends would... um, Especially from Shanti Mission, would find that hilarious because i I'm, I'm, I find it very difficult to do Silence, silence. <laughs> Day when we have a day of silence, and I, I bow to in awe and respect to the people that do Vipassana, which is ten days of silence. Are you serious? Yeah, ten days. Mm, Whoa! It's and a Buddhist you, style retreat. Do you wear that badge? I'm in silence. Um. Are you well. You might, but then usually everyone else at the retreats on in silence. So you don't really possibly. Need to. So it's a little bit eat, pray, love. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> my inner child was like, we get a badge. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we can give you a badge if you want to. I badge. really like yeah.
1: that. <laughs> I think that would help the silent process. It would. <laughs> this is her society with Ginny and Pavadi Sundari. Wine up. This is Joy 94.9 with Ginny and Pavati Sundari coming to you live on Australia's first and only gay and lesbian radio station. You can check us out via joy.org.au or on your free iPhone app. Now before in the introduction, I was talking about you might are you the kind of person who attracts a certain kind of person into your life, meaning do you attract the kind of person who always needs that extra bit of attention that needs a bit of help? What do you call that person, Pavati Sundari? A rescuer? Would you say? Yes, a yes. rescuer. Because I actually had a situation recently, and obviously, it, because now that I've learned through Shanti Mission that your reality kind of reflects you. That certain friends in my life seem to be attracting the same kind of partner, whether one friend was attracting partners that needed that extra bit of attention or that extra bit of help, so yeah. to speak. Another partner, oh, another friend, sorry, attracted a partner who, you know, was emotionally unavailable or unavailable full stop. Yep. It seemed to always be attracting these kind of people. And I kind of look back going, you know what? I can see how it's all relative because I have this problem. Well, not a problem, but this thing where I always attract women who are locally challenged, meaning that they're never living in Melbourne. Like if I go out and meet people, so where are you from Sydney? Of course you are. You (laughs) know, It just seems to happen all the time. And looking back and reflecting on this which happened a lot at Navaratri, (laughs) it's like, oh okay, so I seem to attract and even two of my significant relationships in my life, or romantic relationships, have been long distance. So there are these patterns that we tend to um, create for ourselves, I guess, and we yep. kind of fall into them. Yep. And we don't realise we're actually doing what we're doing. Yeah. And all the time we're like, why do I keep attracting the same kind of person? It's obvious why we're doing it, which yeah. is where I
0: turn to you provided. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So why would you attract the same kind of person over and over again? Probably because you haven't learned um all been shown or been assisted to take away the maya and so the, your maya is your collection of thoughts and emotions and experiences which formulate your reality that's all around you so um so if you don't do anything in between those partners about changing your beliefs or changing your experiences or changing the energy then you are just you're doomed to create the same thing over and over again Right. Um, so it could be that you have a set of thought forms that um, that uh, that love is never close to me. Like you, I am locally challenged. Yes, you said. Yes. Yes. Um, like you're, yes. you're <laughs> in the relationship, and so you're actually you're you're creating a spell. Um, you're you're manifesting manifesting by stating that. Yes. So I need to change that. Yeah. I am not locally challenged. Well, it's not. uh, Not Affirmations shouldn't really have a negative word in them. So, you know, I'm I'm surrounded by, you know, Melbourne is full of available, beautiful, um, Mm. heart centered, honourable women women who look like Kristen Stewart, respectful women who look like Kristen Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) That that's not
1: very healthy. But yeah, so that's the kind of affirmation you should have. For well yeah,
0: An affirmation should be clear it should be in the present, it should be in positive language and it should be in emotive language that excites you because what you want to do and I don't know if we've spoken about this before is when you want to manifest something as you're repeating the affirmation you want to try and invoke within yourself the emotion you would have as if you had manifested it. Right. So if you Magical
1: wanted, manifestation. That's right. Yes. So
0: if you want a big red Ferrari then how would that feel? Well it would feel great. Well maybe not to me. I don't like the thought of lying down to drive, but
1: um, yeah. <laughs> that's a low roller, not a high roller.
0: <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. So um, it's about how you affirm what it is that you're wanting, what you're speaking into the world, and what you're thinking and feeling. But it could also be that you have you still have the energy of um, past relationships stuck in your chakras. So we've spoken way back at the beginning of the year about. Um, About the sex chakra being our chakra of of drawing relationships, all of our relationships to us. Um, Sometimes if we don't uh, fully release the energy of a relationship, the energy of an ex-partner can be lodged in the sex chakra. Getting in the way of attracting a new relationship altogether. Yeah. Or... Or magnetizing the similar relationship through that energy of the old relationship. Right. Yeah.
1: That's really interesting. So I remember you talking when we were in class one day, you were saying that you've had previous healings and clients who've had ex-partners energies in their, or ex-partners even, in Mm. their their chakras. Because in a certain lifetime when they were together as beloveds, one of them said, I'm going to be your... Beloved forever, or
0: something.
1: Yeah. So those words are
0: powerful. You shouldn't Absolutely. say that. That's why in churches, at marriages, they say till death do us part because forever is oh. a really, really long time. It is. And the other thing is, you know, what if you're someone's beloved in this life and you're their mortal enemy in the next, or you're their son in the next, or their brother, yeah. or their sister? Or that their, would be a bit
1: awkward, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah. Or socially awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So, so right.
0: So, what we say, um, really has meaning because we're actually stating a declaration to the universe and of course the universe will always say um so be it yeah. to you or as you wish um, right your wish is my command kind and that, of thing
1: and that's why it's important to have your wish very clear because mm. you were saying yeah. before when we were talking about this off air that if you have a certain want that you don't state clearly if you say oh you know i want this kind of person but not that yeah. You're not going to attract the beings or the energy that's going to help you take that's your, exactly where you right. want it to.
0: That's exactly right. So, yeah, you might be saying, I want a relationship. Oh, I don't want to lose my, my freedom. I want to be in a relationship. Oh, I don't want to have to share my home with someone. And so the energy that would help you manifest the first part of that statement goes, well, oh, God. I'm getting I'm getting mixed messages, yeah <laughs> so yeah exactly i can't I can't help you manifest. I can't empower that, yeah, to help you manifest that.
1: So if we were to go back to the rescuer role, the person who attracts people mm-hmm. who need that bit more attention or that kind of I guess uh, fixing for want of a better word in their life, yeah, th- the kind of persona people like that have is that very you were saying a very together happy go lucky yeah look i've got it all yo when you were
0: when you were talking about it earlier off air and i was saying is is this person very sort of together and really capable and really um there for people all the time and 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 is it possible that that person um Whilst that's a very compassionate way to be, and I'm I'm not dissing that at all, sometimes it's also (laughs) can I just say (laughs) sometimes doing that is a means of not um, revealing ourselves and making ourselves vulnerable um, to other people in our lives. So, for instance, the people around your friend who attracts these relationships would yeah. all know that your friend loves them as they are because right. they've shown her their stuff and she's still been there to help them. Right. But she wouldn't actually in the very core of her being know that they all love her because she doesn't make herself vulnerable in right. front of them. I used to be a bit of a rescuer and then one day in class, Shakti Durga, <laughs> this is many years ago, yeah. said um, – rescuers seek to control situations, and I was horrified. I was (gasps) horrified. And it put, you know, I got straight away into working on my rescuing nature. Right. Um, And, yeah, so... I don't know if that helps. It does. I've got actually a
1: story about a rescuer right after these messages. (laughs) This is our society with Jeevi and and Pavadiva. He wants up radio show for (laughs) girls who love (laughs) (laughs) Pavati (laughs) Sanday. I will get it right before seven p.m. on November third, two thousand (laughs) and twelve. Okay, that's a pretty big. It's a challenge. That is going to be. Are you up for it? I am up for it, Pavati Sandari.
0: I'm going to say the question is: What will you win if you get it? What will I win? Mm, Who knows? Who A knows? special surprise.
1: Oh, how exciting. <laughs> <laughs> before we were talking about when um, certain patterns in our lives attract the same people, especially the same partners, if you've got any questions or any comments or any stories you'd like to share about that, text through 0427 JOY949 or you can email on air at joy.org.au. Now, Pavati Sandari, we were talking before.
0: You've just call me Pavati. Pavati, yeah. Because it's kind of like saying, calling someone John Smith every time you speak to them. I'll really? We- Oh, so this is the surname. It's
1: kind of like a surname, surname,
0: yeah. So would Ma be my
1: surname of my spiritual
0: name? Yeah, which is why I kept praying for another name because I didn't want to be in a, you know, awaiting a queue somewhere and be called Ms Ma. Ms and Ma. <laughs> or in a newspaper article or something like that. Ms Ma. Hmm. Yeah. It's that, a little bit, you know. Yeah. Ma. Ma and Park Kettle. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. Sorry to all the Ma's in the world. It's actually a very powerful it's an and awesome,
1: potent name. Awesome name. <laughs> 0427joy949, or you can email onairatjoy.org.au. Talking before about the rescuer, the kind of person who likes to help people or yeah. attracts partners who they like to help or rescue in a sense. I think three years ago, I was going through a stage in my life where I had a, a big breakup, mm. and I was. Exactly what you said before, where I didn't really give away much. In fact, I was so private to the point where I wouldn't even mention names of like I would have a very close circle of friends. I would say, "Oh, I caught up with a friend," and they may very well know who that friend is, but I would not say it. It was that part of me that went, "I'm just not going to share anything."
0: Mm. And Scorpio, Scorpio, <laughs> Scorpio—they're my three words of advice for you. <laughs> You're a Scorpio. Back, then, but I've eased up now. Now yeah, I'm, you I know. Have. Starting to use nouns. Now we can't keep you quiet. Exactly.
1: (laughs) You know, it's just expanded, you know. (laughs) But it's it's funny because even my friend the other day was saying to me, you know, you've been really open lately um, over the past couple of years, which has been great because you never used to be like that. You never used to tell us anything what was going on. It would just happen and we'd be like, oh, should we ask her? Should we not ask her? Mm. And it was weird because if I'd start dating someone, they're like, okay, well, Ginny hasn't told us should we ask her or should we just assume? And it's awkward when you have to assume that as a friend of yours. And now when I think about it, I'm like, you know,
0: don't be a Scorpio like that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a Scorpio like that. But rescue, it's 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 a challenge for Scorpios to be, to reveal. They're very, um, they're the best secret keepers in the world. You can really trust them. Really? With a secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We are are very private people in Um, that sense. And they are very private in, or you are very, like Scorpios are very private in so far as... um, they don't reveal themselves until they're totally certain they can trust you. Yes. and th- But then once they do trust you, they are loyal to the end. There is, you know, there's no turning back for them. Because
1: so. someone told me Scorpios have the best temper. I'm like, are you sure about that? Because in the Zodiac, I thought I read somewhere several times that we have the worst temperament in that sense. Either we can be <sighs> your best friend or sting you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have that tail if you
0: weren't able to use it. Yeah,
1: you? true. <laughs> <laughs> Very subtle way of putting it there, Pavadi. Very subtle way, but it's true. Like when we, so we attract these kinds of people into our life because we have these thoughts, beliefs, or emotions mm-hmm. that we deserve that kind of thing. It's like now I've got to say another friend of mine said to me, "Why does she seem to attract people that or relationships that always seem to end in disaster? Is that the kind of thought form that you have in your head to go, I can only find a relationship that's short term. I can only find yeah, a rel- look.
0: It could be. It could be." A number of things. It could be that um, that was what was modelled to her in yeah. her childhood. It could be from a past life. Um, uh, it could be a belief she has. It could be a belief that she has from observing around her. The relationships of people she knows. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's on your belief system, but the source of that belief system could be you know any one of a number of things, backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the first thing to do when you
1: have these thought forms, yeah, is clear it up. That's right, (laughs) clear it up. And it just sounds like a very messy job to me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it can be if you've got a really good energetic healer, then they can help you with that because the the thought forms sit in in energy, and energetic healers can clean out energy. You know, and and there's a number of ways you can do this. We we run a seminar series called The Path of Ease and Grace where you learn all those kinds of tools. Yeah, um, but then it's in the practicing. You know, it's like going to the gym. You have to build the muscle of using those things um on a regular basis yeah so that so that it can be cleared but um yeah so you need a method through which you can get rid of those old beliefs or that old energy so that you can put new energy in Right. Yeah. So affirmations would be a good help. Affirmations are fantastic. They're great. Yeah.
1: They're awesome. We'll talk more about affirmations right after these announcements. Hey, this is Ginny. And this is Natalie. Thanks so much for listening to one of our Her Society podcasts. And don't do anything I would do because that would be illegal. And don't leave your children behind.
0: They may get eaten. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au.